Mr. Troublefield, would you please call the roll? Mr. Myers, Here. Mr. Campbell. Here. Mr. Tom. Mr. Chris. Here. Dr. Hagley. Here. Mr. Hudson. Here. Mr. Layfield. Here. Mr. Keene. Here. Dr. Statler. Here. Mrs. Wright. Here. It's the regular meeting for the month of March. We do have a quorum. Would everyone please rise for the presentation of colors? May be seated. First item on the agenda any river student government? Spring break is near, so I hope everyone is hanging in there these next few weeks. After spring break, the seniors only have 15 days left, so don't worry, we're almost out of your hair. AP students are gearing up for the AP tests in May. Good luck in advance to all of those hardworking students. Spring sports practices have been going on since March 1st. We are hoping for a successful season for all of our Indians. Our Educators Rising Club did a fantastic job competing at the State Leadership Conference on March 13th. Junior Riley Murray won gold and qualified for the National Educators Rising Conference in Dallas, Texas. Alongside her were three bronze winners, including Kaylee Schmidt, Bryn McCabe, and Amber Zellers. Congratulations to all of these talented ladies, as well as everyone else who competed. Our 2019 to 2020 Teacher of the Year is Dr. Jeff Bunting. Congratulations to Dr. Bunting on this incredible accomplishment. Our Indian River High School Odyssey of the Mind team recently qualified for the state competition this Saturday in Dover. Great job to all of the team members. Students across the Indian River School Dis District did a fantastic job at the Delaware State FFA Convention in Dover on March 12th. We also had 29 IR students compete at the Business Professionals of America State Leadership Conference on February 26th, where many of them placed and won awards. Congratulations to all of these students. The annual school musical is coming up with performance dates on April 12th and 13th. This year, we are putting on Legally Blonde, and we hope to see everyone there. Last Thursday, our brand new Tri-M Music Honor Society performed at Legislative Hall in Dover for Delaware Music Advocacy Day. The ensemble did a wonderful job performing for the legislators and spreading the word about the importance of music education in our schools. Thank you and have a great evening. Thank you very much. Need a motion to approve the agenda for this evening's meeting? So moved. 
Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Need a motion to approve the special meeting minutes of February 19th, regular minutes of uh, February 25th, and executive session of uh, February 25th. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Special recognition. Mr. Riley, please join me at the podium. Good evening. Tonight we will be recognizing students from uh, three of our southern schools, John M. Clayton, Southerville Middle, and Indian River High School. Uh, to help with this recognition, I'd like to ask uh, Jeff Forge, assistant principal, Alyssa Booth, principal at JMC, and Mike Williams to please come up front to the podium. Thank you. Good evening. We're actually um, recognizing a teacher this evening. So John M. Clayton recently received national recognition as a Project Lead the Way Distinguished Launch School. This honor would not have been given to the school without the hard work of Mrs. Jamie Swartz, who is JMC's STEM instructor and robotics coach. She, would be, she should be commended for earning this honor for JMC, the only elementary school in the state of Delaware who has received this title. Over the past three years, she has created a stellar STEM program from scratch, providing all of our students with hands-on activities through engaging instruction. The Project Lead the Way curriculum allows our students to be creative problem solvers and innovative thinkers on a daily basis. Thanks to Mrs. Swartz, JM students are ready for Selbyville Middle School, their STEM program, as well as real-world challenges. So again, thank you to Mrs. Swartz. Good evening. Selbyville Middle School is proud to recognize Heather Smith for being named a 2019 Carson Scholar. Heather is one of only 8,000 students nationwide to receive this $1,000 scholarship award to be invested in her college education. Would Heather please come forward?
Selbyville Middle School is also proud to recognize Amina Adkins, Noah Coleman, and Oriana Peterson for being selected to participate in the Sussex County Junior Honors Band. This is one of the highest honors for middle school musicians in Sussex County. Would Amina, Noah, and Oriana please come forward? Good evening. At this time, we'd like to recognize students from Indian River High School, and we'll start with the junior, uh, I'm sorry, we'll start with the senior county band members. If those students are here, when I call your name, if you please come to the stage. Grace Kerr, Amber Schaefer, Amber Hills, Gabby Tierney, Diana Bird, Abby Wilson, Maddie Johnson, Nico, Bird, Kayla McCabe, Destin Smith, Jackson Dinelli, Kyle Walker, Augustus Fadden, Fred Stinglin, Kathleen Carter, TJ Oxborough, and Cole Dubois, and one more, Logan Crick. These are our senior county band honorees.
We'll move on to our junior county band. We'll start with Ella Bird, Kendall Coleman, Brooke Thomas, Roxy Givens, Mackenzie Marvel, and Carissa Keller. These are our junior county band honorees. Next, we have three members of the All-State Band, starting with Kathleen Carter, Augustus Fadden, and Nico Finneran-Bird. These are our All-State Band winners. Next, we'd like to recognize we had two at Any River High School this year. We had two Carson Scholars. Both of these are repeat Carson Scholars winners receiving scholarships every year. Our first one is a four-year recipient, Madison Johnson. Our next recipient is a five-year-in-a-row recipient of the Carson Scholar, Bryn McCabe. Next, we'd like to recognize our student athletes. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of our athletes are not here tonight due to the weather Friday and Saturday. A lot of the games are being made up this afternoon and this evening. However, I will call their names for those that are here. If you would come to the stage, 
We will start with academic all-conference, girls basketball, Julia Jordan, Savannah O'Shields, Yanya Wise, boys swimming, Leanne Atkins, Declan Burke, Jackson Donnelly, Zachary Lingenfelter, Sam Miltner, Bastian Perry, Ryan Stone, girls swimming, Morgan Gray, you can come up, Zach. You won't be by yourself forever. Emma Kelly, Caitlin Kreiser, Kayla McCabe, for wrestling, Josh Edwards, River Vickers, Madison Killen, and Unified Basketball, Grant Argo, Kaylee Hall, and Colby Willie. Congratulations to these students. For first team academic All-State in wrestling, I think one of these uh, students is here tonight, but I'll call all names. Josh Edwards, Colin Hudson, Rashawn Turner, Cole Windish, Gabrielle Hudson, and Madison Killen. And Cole was here tonight. Congratulations. For first team all-conference in swimming, Michael Barnes, Max Kaur, Emma Barthelmas. You're here, please come forward, congratulations.
Michael, if you could hang tight up here with me. We also had uh, one student, first team All-State for swimming, Michael Barnes. One more category we'd like to recognize. We are fortunate at Indian River to have a very successful season this year with our swim team. Our swim coach, one of our coaches, has been named Conference Coach of the Year. And then we received word of about a week later that he was also named State Swimming Coach of the Year. At this time, I'd like to ask Colin Crandall to please join us on stage. Congratulations. Next item on the agenda is for public comment. The board allows 15 minutes at the beginning and ending of each regular scheduled board meeting for anyone in the audience who wishes to make a public comment. Each person gets three minutes, total of 15 for the, the time. The uh, first speaker is, I think it's Lauren Gito. Thirty-three forty Gordy Road. Good evening. Can you hear me all right? My wife said I couldn't write very good, so my name's Lawrence Justice. And I come down here, I just wanted to pray for y'all tonight because I'll tell you one thing, this school is hopping. And I'll just go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, just lift up Indian River School, Lord. 
the board and all that's going on down here and I just praise you that you're just behind them Lord and you're just pledge allegiance to the flag and under God and that's what we need to be and we just thank you for this school doing so so well just lift them up Lord that all these kids get educated fine and we just thank you and just thank you for your job you're doing amen thank you sir Next speaker, Karen Ware. Good evening, thank you. My name is Karen Ware, I'm Vice President of Indian River High School Alumni. We are handing out uh, invitations to you, school board tonight. Mark Steele's gonna give them out to you. We are having our seventh annual fundraiser on April 13th. I would like to invite the public to our event. Information is available on our website, the high school sign, newspapers, Facebook, and from any active alumni member. So thank you very much, and keep up the good work. All right, thank you, Karen. Next time, Mr. Maloney, next time, okay. Next item, new business, school choice applications, Mr. Steele. Okay. Mr. Lewis will review the 2018-2019 uh, uh, school choice apps. Good evening. On board docks this evening, you will find a total of seven school choice applications for the 2018-2019 school year. You will see that all of these are returning students, priority number one. Uh, they have been reviewed by the building principals and also recommended by the assistant superintendent. We are asking for a board motion and vote. Make a motion yeah, accept the proposal. Wait, I think we had this conversation and I think it warrants the board hearing it uh, on behalf of Lord Baltimore because we had talked about um, at some point in time stopping school choice out of districts and I know they were, in, they were lived here and have moved to Cape if I'm told correctly, but um, the principal there has also given these um, parents notice that their kids, their children, their students will be able to be here through the end of this year, but then next year they will go back to their regular school. That is correct. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now, is that a individual school We have had conversation with the building principals regarding students who are now leaving at this time of the year. Um, they are leaving to go to another um, outside of the district. <clears throat> what we can do, what we can do, we ask the building principals if they want to keep that particular student to the end of this school year, they can do that. And there's a letter that the principal is drafting for that uh, the student, the parent, and the building principal to sign that they will keep that student for the remainder of the school year and they can return to their home district at the beginning of the 1920 school year. Any other questions? So we just have two schools that are doing that, two buildings. Is that right? Is that what I heard you say? Yes, for this evening, yes, ma'am. Okay. Is that a, a practice that we're hoping to have all of our buildings do in the future? Yes, again, that is up to the building principal to make that decision if these students are moving outside of the district. And Dr. Stapley have to understand that at the elementary level, you know, these students, as you well know, they can't drive to school, so it makes it very difficult for the parents 
to get them there on time and so the building principals do look at that um, with the parents and uh, for example these students who are moving to Cape as you can imagine uh, going from Cape to Lopen the area that where they're living now try to get the LV on time every day because we cannot provide transportation uh, for choice students any other questions the, the motion for both of them yeah 1920 or uh, no I think this is just 18, just 19, the first right? one okay motion made and seconded any further discussion all in favor of the motion say aye Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. 1819? That was the 1819. Uh, school choice applications have been tabled. That's the one. That, I'm sorry. My mistake. Okay, so the, the previous vote was for the 18 and 19. That's correct. Okay, thank you. Mr. Lewis, I have a question with the pending ones. question I have is the students that are waiting to hear that are <clears throat> in the Sussex Central feeder, feeder program trying to go to Indian River and vice versa. Did they get a letter that they were denied or was it written off as pending? Wait list? Is, is that, I, I guess, is that a denial? Is it a no or just a waiting list? Is wait what? list. We have up to the first day of school, the 1920 school year, where we can call or invite them to accept the invitation. I talked to a couple parents and they were telling me that they didn't get a no they got a letter that said that they're still in the process waiting to hear that's basically their interpretation of the waiting list that is correct. okay thank you next item on the agenda is the long neck elementary perimeter fence proposal mr. Fritz yeah at uh, buildings and grounds there was a uh, proposal brought up and you can see the attached uh, proposal to the board docs with the cost Long Neck Elementary is requesting to have a uh, fence uh, to be uh, put up to enclose the playground, safety purposes, uh, et cetera. Recommendation by Building and Grounds is to move forward with this proposal. So at this time, uh, if there's any other questions, I'd make a motion to move forward with the proposal for fencing at Long Neck Elementary. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Georgetown Middle School wrestling uniform was discussed at finance. Uh, the committee recommends we need a motion to approve. So moved. Second. second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Millsboro Middle, same situation. It's discussed at finance and approved by the committee. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Modular placements and additional classrooms and schools, Mr. Steele. Mr. Farley, uh, Mrs. Steele, Mr. Booth, and I have been working on this pretty good for a week and a half, trying to narrow down what we could do uh, in terms of uh, extra classrooms next year at three of our buildings. We are, were looking to put eight classrooms at Sussex Central, two at North Georgetown, and two at uh, Sellingville Middle. We, or I had a conversation uh, Friday afternoon late with Ken Fern. Uh, still looking at the classroom being something of a structure of a pole building. Um, however, we thought we had some venues for classrooms at Laurel. I talked with their superintendent. 
They're in fact not classrooms, they're just a shop area for some of their CTEs, so they're not used for classrooms. Ken did a little research for me and informed me Friday afternoon that the cost of a pole building to meet state codes would cost somewhere in the neighborhood of about a million and a half to two million dollars. And what we would have to go through would be very similar to the same exact thing as if we build a, a basically a brick building. We would have to go through the same thing, the same approvals, so forth. So we have, and I included this in your uh, package this evening, we have looked at the uh, portable uh, company, um, who I believe by name is Will Scott, and uh, I've broken down the cost, approximate cost of, of what we know we're gonna have. Uh, I can tell you that one, one trailer, which is 64 by 24, houses two classrooms. Um, decent sized classrooms are not exceptionally wide, but the 32 foot for the classroom would be, would be you know, adequate. The cost, is it's a 60 month rental per unit would be $129,530.98 per unit. That's two classrooms. The wiring and the additional cost for the sidewalks and things we estimated to be about 10,000. We'd have to run electric to those. We'd have to run the PA system. We'd have to run phone, data, the whole nine yards. Plus, we're gonna have to put concrete walkways and some types of platform that's gonna enable these kids to go up and down those ramps. The cost um, for two classrooms, one unit, two classrooms, would, would be approximately for 60 months, $139,530. We are looking at uh, six, a total of 12 classrooms. So our cost, it'll be a 60 month rental, will be approximately $837,000, um, which will it'll, it'll average out about 167,000 per year. So it's going to be a pretty substantial cost uh, as we go through these things, uh, which is why we have the second referendum coming up. And I'm gonna talk about that once we get to the major capital. It's gonna be absolutely critical that we do everything possible to show the community the need that we have. I wanna point out, and this is very important, because the eight classrooms for Sussex Central is gonna be for two years. At the end of two years, we're gonna to need to bring in another eight classrooms another four of these units. And if you take a look, if you, if you bring in four more of those, you're up around 10, you're up around almost, um, almost $1.4 million. And I, and I really want the public to know, and I put a, a big poster right over behind uh, Mr. Peden and Mr. Fritz showing uh, what it would look like if we had individual trailers. I'm a little concerned with the size of these. It won't exactly be a placement that we see there. However, we need to go ahead and bring these folks in to take measurements to see where the locations could be. Thing I caution the board on, these monies, million dollars, $1.4 million, that comes out of our operational funds, our current expense. We get no extra funding from the state to help support these classrooms. So it's going to be this evening, we're gonna ask for six of those units like I said, four at Sussex Central, that'd be equivalent, eight classrooms, one unit at North, two classrooms, and one unit at Selbyville for two classrooms. We would seek approval tonight to move forward with those. You had mentioned it comes out of our operating budget. 
would we need to dip into the reserves that we currently have? Or? Quite possibly, Mr. Beaton. It's going to depend on enrollment increases. It's going to depend on the cost of other items that we have going on. Uh, but it very well, at that point, once we hit over a million, million and a half dollars, is going to dump into the reserves somewhere along the line. So it's more critical that we do pass the referendum so that we don't have this continuing Absolutely. trend. Absolutely. If, if we do the referendum, we have, we have the tax increase for the major capital, but we do not have funds going out well, necessarily. We're going to have some for a couple years, but we're not going to have it over a long period of time. One of the things that, I'm, that worries me a little bit is you have five-year leases on these trailers. If we get the referendum through, we'll be in that period where whatever we rent will be okay, and after five years, we'll be finished. But if we don't, and we have to come back next year, the year after, or the year after that, if you tack another four years on, we'll have to go into a second phase of 60 months, and that's, that's how you have to rent these, these buildings. So they wouldn't renew it? one year at a time after the 16 months. As of months. now, the answer is no. Yeah. I think another important aspect is <clears throat> reportable classrooms may increase classroom space, but public also needs to understand it doesn't increase cafeteria space or gymnasium space. Cafeterias are already overcrowded in a lot of the schools, particularly Sussex Central. So it doesn't increase those, doesn't help us with that at all with getting kids through the lunch? It will not, and I'll, I'll hit on that again, uh, Mr. Fritz, once I go to the major capital um, referendum. So we are asking permission tonight to order six units. You want it now, is that where you Yeah, we need to go ahead and order now because they have the company's gonna have to come and look at the layout to make sure we're okay. We I'd have like to get make a motion, motion that, that we, we move forward with these with this presentation. I'm sorry, Mr. I'd like to make a motion we move forward. Okay, sir, second? Second. Motion made and seconded. For any further discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. The next item is the district calendar. That will be discussed at the next board meeting in uh, April. And the next item is the district summer hours. So we, we have calculated, we kind of think we're through the bad weather time, at least we're, we're hoping we are. I'm not planning on getting any major snowstorms in April. Uh, but we have went ahead and we've had nine built-in days this year, and we backed eight of those days out. We only used one day, and had we waited, we might not have had to have used that day, uh, but we did take eight days off. A little farther down the line, you're going to see the change of dates for the end of school in kindergarten and preschool. But to go ahead and match that, the summer hours, we'd like to go ahead and start those uh, the week of June the 10th and run those through June the 16th. We would work Monday through Wednesday, 7 to 5, and on Thursday, 7 to 4.30. Units at the building levels would be, would be off on Friday, Saturdays. We'll run them at a minimum so that we don't have any mold issues caused by an uh, you know, increase in humidity, but we will have a savings over the summer by doing this. Need a motion. So moved. Second. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Next item is uh, under old business at uh, major capital planning. Mr. Steele? Well, we have obtained approval to hold the major capital referendum on Tuesday, May the 7th, uh, 2019. Mr. Barlow, do you need to take a 
we don't get to vote on that this evening, we do. Yeah, we do. We okay. need to. Yeah. Uh, we might want to go ahead and do that before we go any farther. Yeah, we do need them to, uh, to make it official and have a motion to, to approve that. Make a motion. We move okay. forward with that. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Howard Tiennes? I'm, I'm not finished on Mitch Capital. Oh, oh, I want to talk just about a few things. I have my REA rep here this evening. Um, I have Ms. Hockman and, and uh, Mr. Manuel sitting in the back. And I'm, I'm very happy that we have received a notification uh, last week that the REA representative assembly voted unanimously to support and work to pass the referendum. Um, that's 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 going to help a lot, and we greatly appreciate it, Mr. Manuel. Um, this week, or last Wednesday night, I attended a parent and community support meeting um, up at Millsburg Middle. We had a parent, Billy Criswell, meet with Mr. Maul and myself, and she was interested in trying to work with the community on trying to bring on some people to, to help get the, the word out on the referendum. Uh, it was attended, I, I would say, fairly well. We had most of our areas, one or two people there, and um, really spent a lot of time talking about this time through on this referendum. We're going to change strategies. And we've had Dave um, out taking pictures uh, the last three days of the buildings. And I think, you know, it's easy to stand up and talk about numbers, but until people actually have the opportunity to see what it's like, I think that's, it's, it's a hard thing to grasp. So Dave has been able to uh, pixelate some of the pictures and take some fat shots of, of people like in the, in the hallways at Sussex Central. We also have uh, the AV group at Sussex Central uh, producing some videos, uh, about 90 seconds to two minutes long, where we'll be addressing uh, students, teachers, particularly teachers on carts. I think we have 23 teachers at Sussex Central High School who are currently on carts. Um, district, overall district-wide, I think we're about 34, 35, and next year we'll hit up around 38 or 40. Um, if we, if we, we're going to hit that anyway because we're not going to have the relief until we get to portable. That'll, that'll relieve some. Um, but we think this time around, we need to go out to the community. We need to show them what it looks like. Uh, I'll give you an example, Mr. Fritz. The one shot of the hallway at Sussex Central. When you, when you talk about looking as crowded as it is now, and then you think about adding four to 500 more students in that hallway, I think people will see just how crowded it actually is. Also shots in the in the cafeteria uh, at our northern elementaries, down south here at Indian River High School at Subbyville Middle. Um, I think it was sort of eye-opening for Dave to go out and take those pictures to see exactly how bad it, it, it really is. So uh, we're going to try to do that. We should have our PowerPoint hopefully by tomorrow afternoon uh, complete, and I would like to, to send that to you all to review before the April board meeting, so if we need to tweak or change anything, um, you know, we can. I'm, I'm thinking, and, and this is where I'm gonna need a little input from you all, two major community meetings, one in the north, one in the south, one Facebook Live session. The others, I would like to, this time, spend more time, I believe, going out in the community, to community organizations. Uh, this Friday, I was invited to the League of Women Voters luncheon and uh, they would like me to do a, a presentation there, about 15 minutes. Uh, they're having their, their monthly meeting in Rehoboth. I uh, will be there Friday um, doing a presentation. We've had the um, South Coastal Democratic Library Group. I've done a presentation with them um, about two weeks ago. 
Uh, we had about seven members of that group come to the meeting last Wednesday. Three came last Wednesday morning to meet with Dave and I. So we're starting to see things pick up. I know with the REA behind us that, you know, with the number of, of people that we can, we can go out and bring in, we're going to really put a blitz on uh, through the, the month of April and the beginning of May to try to get as many positive voters out as we possibly can. Questions? Any questions? Okay. Howard T. Ennis. Howard Ennis. A, couple, a lot of good news here. Um, we actually had no, was, uh, were notified, Joe was notified that the state of Delaware now owns the property where the Howard T. Ennis building is going to be built. That was transferred from DHSS to the state of Delaware. And we have the green light to go ahead and, and begin construction whenever we get approval. So basically the land's ready to go. Uh, Joe has been working this week along. I think Jay has been on it as well. They are now doing the design for the HVAC, the kitchen area and other mechanical areas. So they're starting to tweak the design plans uh, currently. I would imagine within the next month or six weeks, we probably are gonna have a pretty good schematic to take a look at and approve uh, before you move on into approval and permits. Joe, is there anything else I need to add on that? Any questions? Okay, okay. <clears throat> okay, we need a table 503 and 504 until after executive session. Is there a motion? So I move. move. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Committee reports, athletic fields, Mr. Fritz. Yep. Um, just a few things to follow up from Huntington Grounds meeting this month. Um, Southern Delaware School of the Arts, uh, we're still working on the roof project there. Uh, right now, we're just actually waiting on final approval from OMB so that uh, final paperwork can be uh, submitted. Howard Tiana School, the uh, land has been transferred uh, for the use of the new Howard Tiana uh, building. The ESCO uh, project, which is the energy project that the uh, district has uh, uh, paired up with the, those activities are still going on I know Sussex Central High School's had some lighting that's been uh, replaced they're uh, uh, long neck also Indian River so they're moving from building to building and that just is, is an ongoing project bus parking lot at Sussex Central High School is now completed and being used and uh, also there was some grant money from the state for school security and uh, at the last business and grounds there was a, uh, Mr. Booth uh, presented a uh, proposed plan, a concept plan, so to speak, for this uh, grant money and for security issues. Uh, nothing on it's been finalized yet. It's a uh, concept at this point in moving forward uh, in that framework. <clears throat> and that's all that I have. Mr. Fritz, I have a question. With the entrances that we're redesigning, with some of the grant money, are we seeking anybody that has any uh, professional training in that design? Or are we just trying to apply common sense to our entrances? Because I, I know there's a lot of uh, classes that are out there nationally right. to help fortify uh, buildings and entrances and strategically looking at how to protect our students. And I just don't know if we're moving forward to looking at any of that training for some of our people or to reach out to somebody that has training. I know a lot of people are putting a lot of time and due diligence into this, but I'm concerned that uh, maybe we need to look beyond common sense and do something on a, at a national level or an approach that's being accepted nationally. 
Well, Mr. Booth, you do want to address? I, I can speak to that, I, I believe, Mr. Booth, jump in. Uh, Mr. Booth reached out to DOE uh, last week, Jimmy Pennywell, to research what other districts are doing in terms of those secure entrances. They've received funds as well. And uh, we got feedback from probably a half dozen as to how they've tried to fortify their entrances similar to what we have. But to respond to your question directly, uh, we have not sought out any um, expertise in that regard. Uh, one thought was to allow the safety committee. However, we do realize that there aren't any um, experts in that particular field uh, on that particular committee. So. Uh, if we could, maybe you and I could connect, and if you're aware of some courses, we'll look to see who on our team could could receive that training. Attend a course or maybe even reach out to an expert nationally. I just know we're putting a lot of thought into this, and we're trying to do what we think is right, but there may be something out there a little bit better model to follow. Absolutely. We, we have applied a, a more of a common-sense approach and uh, connected with our principals and others at those areas, but... Um, it is an uneasy feeling knowing that it, it does fall on our shoulders to try to secure an entrance that we you know may not be the, the, the true experts or looked at all the research. So we'll, we'll, we can look at that. Thank you, Dr. Owens. Any other questions? Next item, comprehensive school safety, Mr. Layfield. We did not have a meeting. However, the most updated uh, record shows that uh, district-wide we have three schools that need to complete their drills, and once those three schools have completed their crisis drills, then the New River School District schools will be in compliance for the 2018-2019 year. That's it. Any questions? Next item is finance. Uh, that'll be covered when Mrs. Steele gives her report. Uh, curriculum, Mr. Hudson. Uh, thank you. During our curriculum meeting, we had three major uh, points of discussion. The first one was the uh, April 5th District-wide Professional Development Day. Uh, this is a half-day professional development. Uh, elementary teachers were given a menu of items to choose from for their opportunities. There will be sessions involving benchmark bridges, technology, and will be led by teacher leaders within the district. The elementary session will be in the PM and will be held at John M. Clayton Elementary. Secondary teachers will participate in sessions centered on their content needs and includes training on new TCI science curriculum, creating more rigorous, rigorous learning tasks and completing state 502 alignment. Secondary sessions will be held in the, in the AM and will be at Indian River High School. Uh, the second and the other half of the day will be spent on uh, grades for the report card. Second point of discussion was early learning updates. Uh, Dr. Carey shared the early learning portal that has been created for the Indian River School District. There is a link on the district website to this portal. This allows parents to access the procedures as well as all the forms necessary for the child find process. The portal also includes the different early learning programs that we have in the district along with the curriculum that is used within each of those programs. We are aligning our early learning programs across the district the, the typical peer selection process will be the same across the district, and the goal is to have a 50-50 model in our pre-K classrooms. And finally, uh, we talked about understanding the Delaware School Success Framework, and I'm going to ask Dr. Jones and Ms. Dorman to come up and uh, tell us a little bit about this, please. These are our school report cards.
Hi, good evening, everyone. We are here to provide you a very quick overview of the Delaware School Success Framework. I believe you have a PowerPoint at your disposal. Um, this is now known as the report cards that the state is issuing for districts and schools and the accountability measures that they're using to determine, determine what will be on that report card. We're not gonna have you go through and access tonight, but screenshots have been provided for you so that if you would ever like to take a look at the report cards, there are directions there that will lead you there. You'll see on the very first slide where to access it on the DOE website. And then at the bottom, you can search by school or you can type in a particular school's name if there's one that you're looking for. Or you will see that by all districts, and you do have access to all districts, this is public record, you can click on Indian River and it will list all of the schools there for you. So I wanna take a look at that uh, fifth slide which kind of shows you what our district snapshot looks like. You will see it includes six categories of information for you and that's because our snapshot includes elementary all the way through to high schools. And you'll notice that graduation rate is one of those elements they share on the snapshot because of our two high schools. Looking at this snapshot, it's just meant to kind of give you an overview of where we stand as a district when it comes to our attendance, our enrollment, our reading and math proficiency, our graduation rate, and you'll notice that college and career readiness is not quite available for us yet, but that will be on there, and I'm gonna explain what's included in each one of those. <clears throat> Kelly is gonna take you through an actual school report card so that you can see what it looks like, but in this snapshot, when um, we are looking at elementary and middle schools. They're going to include academic achievement, which is your proficiency in ELA and math. They're going to include your academic progress, which is growth in those same two areas. School quality and student success comes down to uh, absenteeism with your students, and also your science and your social study scores will be included in that. And then the final category is progress toward EL. Those are what you will now see in the school report card that Kelly will take you through. All right, so again, we are showing you snapshots of how you can access this information so you can get individual school results. And so if you click on the Indian River School District tab, you will have a selection of all of the schools listed there. So tonight, for this purpose, I'm going to just walk you through East Millsboro. So on the next slide, you will see that if you click on East Millsboro, you will get a snapshot just as just like the districts, and you will see things like enrollment, proficiency in ELA and math, and um, their attendance. And again, as Dr. Jerns shared, if you look at the next slide, it shares with, we shared with you the uh, criteria or where we are scored, which is academic achievement, school quality and student success, progress toward English learning for EL, academic progress, and the graduation rate for high school only. And then from that, um, scoring guide, you would get a rating, low expectations, approaching, meets, or exceeds. In order to access that for each school, on their snapshot page, you will see accountability. You would click on that word, and it would take you to the next slide, um, and you will see East Millsburg's report card, where they are exceeds in every category, except for progress towards um, the English learner, learner's proficiency, and that's where they met. And overall, they had a score of exceeds and you would be able to access this, this for each school. Do you have any questions for us? Questions for the board? Okay, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much, ladies, appreciate it. <coughs> that concludes my report. Okay, thank you.
Next is uh, Mary Bailey Scholarship, Mr. Peden. No additional information to report. Okay, thank you. Special Education Task Force, Dr. Statler. Uh, we met in early March, um, and this is one of several meetings that we'll be having in the spring. And I wanted to share tonight, we have nominations for the 1920 school year for our special education ambassadors, which will be beginning April 1st through the 17th. Um, we will actually honor this group during special education week in October. Nomination forms can be found on our district website and principals will also be sending out this information later this week um, to all their buildings. And please remember that anyone who supports special education in an exemplary way can be um, nominated or honored through this process. So that means teachers, paraprofessionals, cafeteria workers, bus drivers, um, secretaries, anyone that impacts our students um, in special education. So it's a great way to honor our colleagues and we certainly appreciate the support. Thank you. Any questions? Policy, uh, Mr. Steele will fill in for Mr. Collins. Yeah, Mr. Brown, we have two policies, uh, GCBD.1, paid leave for birth or adoption of a child, and KK visitors to school. Uh, they are both up for a second reading. We even need a motion. Need a motion. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. IRA rep. Good evening. Uh, first thing I'd like to remind you of is we have our scholarship fundraiser coming up. It's April 12th from 4 to 7 o'clock at the Millsboro Fire Hall. All the proceeds will directly benefit two of our um, own Indian River School District students who plan on majoring in education after they graduate. Uh, if you cannot attend the event, we will accept donations that will directly benefit our students. Um, this event is for the students. I'm sure that everyone will be willing to help out with our students. Um, next, uh, I want to thank Mr. Steele uh, for mentioning that we did uh, vote to unanimously, unanimously support the referendum. Um, at our Mar March district liaison meeting, we were formally asked by Jay Owens to help with the referendum. Um, this started our process at our representative assembly meeting uh, the following week, and there was a unanimous vote, not only to support the referendum, but to also work to help pass the referendum. Uh, we currently have events scheduled along with other communications planned. Um, Mark, we appreciate you reaching out to us and thanking us for our efforts in that. Um, he has also put me in touch with the community support group who I've talked to, um, actually talked to her husband prior to, um, and they're also coordinating efforts to help support and work to pass the referendum. Um, we're now all seem to be on the same page. Um, district office is sharing with us what their efforts are going out into the community and, and that's pleasant to know so we're not missing signals. Um, community effort is there. Um, I'm asking that the board lets us know what your individual efforts are gonna be so that way we can incorporate that into our repertoire. I mean, once we get all the, the uh, IREA there, we get district office there, we get some more employees there, we get the board figuring out what's going on, 
then we can all work together to get this thing passed. Um, next thing, uh, as far as the calendar goes, I, I know that um, we're going to wait till next month to vote on that. Um, as I stated previously to some people, I don't know for, to everybody, but I do have suggestions for the calendar. I've contacted many of the administrators. I've um, also talked to a lot of the IREA building reps to get feedback concerning any changes that um, they may have for the upcoming calendar. It might be a little bit out of the box than what we're normally used to, but um, I look forward to meeting with the rest of the calendar committee to present what I feel is good information moving forward to make a better calendar for um, the University District. Um, once again, the scholarship fundraiser is April 12, 4 to 7. Anybody that can't make it, you're more than willing to uh, accept your donations for the kids. Um, anybody that wants these tickets, we have those here. And you're more than welcome to come. Anybody wants to do anything? Okay, thank you. Superintendent's report, Mr. Steele. Mr. Riley, I have a list of my activities. I posted them online and on the board docs for you to view. One I would like to highlight is we had our superintendent's retreat uh, two days um, back on the 7th and 8th of March. One of the um, you know, major topics, referendum reform, and I'm going to strongly suggest that I'm going to plant the seed this evening with the board, that I think the board really needs to consider joining DSBA. Uh, that'll come up probably in uh, July, membership. It is a, a much different organization than what I know some board members have dealt with in the past, and I can tell you that uh, Dr. John Marinucci is pushing um, that group and trying to try to get some say into the referendum reform process. There's a lot of things going on in the state now. There's a, a lawsuit uh, currently filed against the governor and Department of Education regarding uh, funding and how schools are funded and, and referendums. So my thought is if we're at least members of DSBA and have and have working members, then we may have some say in some of the things that come down to pike, but I think it's a very worthwhile thing for us to do at this point in time. But I will come back again in July uh, when, when Mr. Manager sends out the membership um, applications and, and ask the board to consider again. Okay, uh, district calendar changes? Yeah, we have a few changes. Uh, reschedule East Millsboro Elementary Family uh, night from March the 21st to a time to be announced in May. Number two, and I'll, I'll need a vote on this one, change the last uh, of school for students to June the 6th and the last day for teachers to June the 10th. So I would need a motion and a support on that. And what we did, we took off the eight days that we have not used and backed it off to where it should be. So we need a motion. Movement. Okay. Second. Second. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Secondly, the last day for pre-K and kindergarten will be Friday, May 31st. It's the uh, school ends on the 6th, which is a Friday or a Thursday uh, for students. And Friday the 31st would be the last day for the kindergarten pre-K. One of the things that our kindergarten teachers do uh, that we'll do from the first three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, is they will do the dial testing for all incoming kindergartners for next year. Um, so we need that time in order to get all of that testing done. We're anticipating eight, eight to 900 kindergartners next year, and that's going to be something that we're going we're to need a little bit of time to get those done. We do that every year, and uh, the time is valuable. 
also need a motion for that. So moved. Second. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Financial reports, Mrs. Steele. Need a motion to pay the invoices for the month of February of 2019. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? Mm. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Mrs. Steele. Hi. Um, these reports are as of February 28th of this year. We've received 92% of our total budgeted revenue and 98% of our discretionary revenue. We're 67% of the way through the fiscal year. We've spent 75% of our total expenses for the year and 65% of our discretionary expenses. The schools have spent 60% of their budgeted funds. Athletics has spent 66%. Local salary expenses at 64%. So you can see we're following right in line as we should be um, for this time of the year. We've received 48 million in tax revenue from all sources. That includes um, debt service as well as tuition, minor cap, and current expenses. Um, we've received $238,000 in interest revenue. We have five million in federal funds to be spent by September of 2020. So we have another year on that. We're custodians of school donation and club accounts for a total of a million dollars. Um, major capital improvement funds, we had no additional payments in the month of February. And minor cap funds, we have a balance of 1.9 million for minor cap, and um, we spent 83,000 in the month of February. Um, I have an additional thing on, item on the um, agenda. Um, I wanted to notify the board members that were not at the finance committee meeting about a new um, federal procurement regulation that um, basically says that child nutrition services cannot pay more for an item than its market price, which affects us with our Pepsi contract where we had, um, child nutrition has been paying more for the item so that the school then got a refund from Pepsi. So we will not be doing that moving further because of this federal regulation. Any questions on that? Any questions? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Communications, Mr. Steele? Yeah, we have use uh, to uh, use the facility. Uh, Howard T. Ennis uh, would like to use the Howard D. Ennis pool on March the 31st and April the 11th through the 14th. Uh, 14th and May 9th through the 12th for lifeguard certification. And the second is use of Sussex Central High School Auditorium in three classrooms on Sundays beginning March 3rd to June 30th by Discover Church. We would need a motion. We recommend we approve both. So, so moved. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Field trip request. Uh, taking a look, we have three field trip requests, an overnight by Sussex Central High School BPA uh, on April 30th to May 5th to Anaheim, California. We have Indian River on the same date, time, and location, and an overnight <coughs> trip by the Georgetown Middle School BPA, again on the 30th to the 5th to Anaheim, California for BPA competition. I would recommend we approve all three. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? 
All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Okay, thank you. Next item is public comments, the second one of the evening. 15 minutes for people in the audience who wish to make a public comment. Mr. Maloney. things that piqued my attention during your meeting here. Mr. Steele, you say you want to do things right with this referendum. Get a complete voter list. Inform all taxpayers. Sussex County Tax Collection Agency will give that to you. It won't cost you nothing. I have yet to receive anything. Nothing. Plus, if you want to save money, two years ago, excuse me, last year suggested, go to the post office. Check into bulk postal rate. The lower the cost of your mailing. The way I understand from the finance committee I attended earlier this month is that uh, mailings were made out of board of directors' accounts. Again, I didn't get none because you don't have my mailing address, but you get my tax check every year, I'll guarantee it. That's one thing I do do. So let's be inclusive. It's gonna make your jobs a lot easier communicating with the public, not just the parents of the students that are here, but retirees and parents that do not have kids within the district. Uh, Another thing I haven't heard, I did question Joe last month. I think it was last month, Joe, with Esh. Is it Esh? Eshko? Esco. Esco, thank you. Uh, I was concerned that on the website page that Mr. Steele wrote, that it was his quote, that we are looking at a savings of about $500,000. But from attending board meetings, committee meetings, they were stating, and even the original proposal for the state bond was they must save the district at least 10%. My concern was $7 million is cost. It should be saving us $700,000, not the 500,000 that was posted on website okay so I just want to double check with that and if there's discrepancy hey the state flew, flew the bond force let's get them to enforce it number three on your filings here for your school choice applications I don't know if you noticed but you did approve last month's meeting which I uh, missed I threw my back out I'm apologize for missing it I'm sure you missed my comments but you listed 2019 to the school year 2010, accepting 57 individuals. 
30 yes. seconds. Yes. 30 seconds, Bob. Okay. This is, I'm just wrapping up here, Jay. Thank you. But you had it listed 2019 to school year 2010. I don't know if any corrections were made, but one final is please post your school choices before public meetings. Okay. Thank you. Stay warm. Have a safe drive home. Oh, and Mr. Byerly, just from out in the blue, maybe we might want to move these meetings up here. I love coming to Indian River for the board meetings, but maybe we ought to move them up to the local movie theater. There's always a line of public out there instead of hearing from me all the time. You get a lot more people from the public coming. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Is there anyone else in the audience who wishes to make a public comment? Seeing now we need a motion for executive session. So moved. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. From now on executive session. Okay. Supervisor of transportation interview. Are we gonna, are we gonna I, I make the motion that we go with the administration's recommendation. That would be number two. Right. Second that. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? I abstain. Uh, yes. 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 Abstention. Yes. 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 Motion passes by a majority vote. Need a motion to approve the uh, personnel agenda? So moved. Second. second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. On the, uh, on the addendum, need a motion to approve excluding number 94. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Need a motion to approve item number 94. Second. second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Abstain. Please poll. Mr. Barley? Yes. Mr. Yes. Yes. Mr. Yes. 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 Motion passes by majority vote. Any other motions? Hearing done, uh, we're going to be uh, uh, hey, well. That's what we were talking about. Doing that or somebody's going to make a motion. motion. No. Nope. looking for a motion for somebody. If they want to do it, or, or we do it next time. Okay, no further business come before the board and meetings adjourn. Yep.